Money FM 89.3, the best of Saturday mornings. Singapore Homebrew on Money FM 89.3. Now, the National Environment Agency and the Singapore Food Agency started enforcing against table litter at hawker centers way back in 2021 at coffee shops and food courts from 2022. And part of a broader effort to promote good hygiene, encourage us to clean up after ourselves, all the good things uh, that we can uh, that we can all look forward to. And now there is um, more enforcement happening. The number of tickets being issued by the NAA for littering, for high-rise littering, etc., is on the rise. Uh, quite a noticeable jump in 2022. Joining us now to talk more about what's happening with uh, the NEA's efforts to cut down on littering is Nasir bin Maidin, the Director of Sanitation and Compliance Division at the Environmental Public Health Group at the National Environment Agency. Good morning to you, Nasser. Great to have you with us today. Hi, morning, Glenn. How, you know, this uh, effort by the NEA to, um, to really get back into watching and, and in some cases when it's necessary, finding people. Is this because COVID is over and now we're all out in, in, um, in, in public again and able to do that? Well, actually, over the years, we have been monitoring the cleaning uh, situation in Singapore and also the, the littering situation as well. And I think from the recent uh, survey result of the Public Cleanliness Satisfaction Survey yeah. as well as our island-wide litter count survey, we found that uh, while the cleanliness situation in Singapore uh, has improved slightly over the years, but there are areas that, that needs to be uh, look into, for example, like uh, table littering, uh, high rise littering, which you mentioned just now. Yeah, these are the areas that we need to look into. Yeah. Yeah, it's wonderful. It's an absolutely wonderful in- initiative. Glenn and I, as soon as we heard about what the NEA are doing, we wanted you guys on the show. I think it's a very positive, constructive initiative that we need to do. It's great now that Hawker Centres, coffee shops, for the most part, we do clear our trays away, which is great. A step in the right direction. Only took 20 years, but, you know, <laughs> we got there in the end. But table littering uh, remains an issue. Why do you think that is? Well, actually, since, uh, as you mentioned just now, we started in uh, August 2021. Mm-hmm. We only had a uh, compliance... With, with the fines. Uh, no, it was, tra- it was an advisory. Yeah, the advisory. advisory yeah. Yeah. So we, we have this call our tree and crockery return rate which we basically we measure and we, we look at every centers how how much is the compliance rate so at the start when we in 2021 august it was only 65 percent now every centers has reached about more than 90 percent uh this is based on our observation and in fact a recent study by the singapore management university they also mentioned that when they interviewed the diners 95 percent of the diners actually said that they return use trees all the time and 84% of the respondents actually said that the responsibility lies on the diners itself. Mm. So if you can see that the, it, has shift, it has shifted, that everybody is now thinking that, you know, they should clear their own trays and all that. It has become a norm. Fantastic. Yeah. So why are we still going with... Uh, <laughs> why, uh, are they, why are we still having this discussion? Yeah. <laughs> so because there are yeah. still 10%. Yep. And we hope that with this uh, stepped-up enforcement for table littering... Yeah we would be able to nudge this 10% to also be part of the norm. 
Yeah, it's always the ten percent, isn't it? Just in life generally, it's uh, anything negative. It's always that ten percent. My dean, does it surprise you that we're still having to have this discussion with our friends and neighbors in the year twenty twenty three? Don't throw things out of your high rise, out of your HDB. You know, don't throw litter on the ground. Pick up after yourself. What is it in the Singapore mindset? You know, Neil's been here twenty five years. I've been here twenty years. And over the years, the government has invested so much time and effort in in public campaigns. And you uh, guys work so hard. So yeah, hard to yeah. do this. Is it because everyone just expects a cleaner to clean up, clean up after them? Why, why is this? Why are we still having this discussion, I guess, is the question. Well, I guess it's the social norm that everybody needs to adopt. We were taught in school hmm. and then later on for the, for the guys who went to the national service and all that, we were taught that not to litter. Yeah. In fact, uh, in school, even when we eat, we return back the tray. So yeah. I guess we need to sustain this norm when people are out to work and all that. And like if you mentioned about high-rise littering and there's a lot of buildings. Singapore, they are getting denser and denser and a lot of buildings are, you know, higher buildings and all that. So yeah, even our efforts have to be incremental mm. because of all this increase in the housing and denser. Yeah. So we will continuously have Unless we have 100% everybody adopt being socially responsible, yeah. holding on to their litter, true only when they have receptacles and all that. Fantastic. Then we'll have this, we'll, we will manage this problem. Yeah. Well, building on that, here is the good news, at least I think it's good news. There will be step-up enforcement against table littering. And listeners need to take note of this from the 1st of June, I believe, in That's 2023. Right. That's Tell right. us a bit about that, what's going to happen. Okay, from 1st of June... Basically, uh, we have our officers who actually uh, go down to site to see, uh, to ensure that uh, basically uh, patrons return their trays and soil crockery. And if they fail to do so, we will issue a written warning. That means we will take down their particulars and we will note down their particulars. So in the event that after the written warning and if they continue to do the same, we will issue uh, an enforcement decade or uh, uh, enforcement action will be taken against them. Mm. Yeah, I mean, such I got to say, these NEA enforcement officers, I take my hat off to yeah. every single one of them. Yeah. What a let's be frank here, what a thankless job. I'm sure they're going to get lots of excuses. No, no, I was going to pick it up. I didn't actually. So, my suppose my question is, <laughs> and it gets into a sensitive area: How do they enforce it? Mm. Because in terms of, I could say, that's not littering. I was going to pick it up, but I haven't left yet. Or I, you, you see what I mean? It's such a grey area. How, how do they enforce it? Uh, okay, most of our enforcement officers are actually trained in the areas. One thing, observation. Uh, they need to observe clearly. And they must be satisfied that actually a, a littering act has occurred ah. yeah. before they take any enforcement. The next problem lies after when uh, once you approach the person to basically to to tell them that they have committed. So this is the part where the officers uh, have been trained as well to handle it very professionally, uh, basically not to lose their head, you know. Mm-hmm. Sometimes words can, can hurt, you know, but, but they still, you know, maintain their professionalism and all that, yeah. It's funny, you know, when you go down to any of the parks on a Monday morning, you know, mm-hmm. after the barbecues on the Sunday and all that, it's like people just forgot that there's a bin 
and oftentimes several bins right there next to them uh, with all the trash they leave around. And as as we are talking about this discussion on the the downside, I want to talk about the upside, which is there are a lot of people out there that do actually pick up after themselves, that do pick up their litter. And I got to say, a good friend of our show here today, Rob Salisbury, who's listening. During his during COVID, during 2020 to 2022, he would go out on power walks, and I was with him on a number of these. During that time, he picked up over 5,000 bags of rubbish. So he would take plastic bags with him, uh, recycle bags, you know, and pick up bags from East Coast Park, Pasiris, Pongo, McRitchie, Labrador Park, Kent Ridge. And just on his own, as he's out on his morning walk, uh, with friends or by himself, pick up this, you know, two or three bags a day uh, and deposit. Can we get into that kind of mindset where we actually get people to proactive hey, take take an extra plastic bag from underneath your kitchen sink with you? And when you go out to the park during the day on your morning walk, if you see something, just go ahead and pick it up. Can we get to that phrase, do you, that place where people are helping each other? Uh, well, if you ask me, that's the ideal situation. And I really hope that will happen besides a good exercise for them, you know? Exactly. And yeah. just imagine if everybody do that, the load on our cleaners to clean. Yeah. And yeah. it's not easy to get cleaners nowadays, you know? Mm. So the number of cleaners would lessen. Like I say, and it, it, it will even reduce if actually everybody do their part. Absolutely. Instead of waiting for, like, for example, I throw and I wait for Neil to clean it up during his <laughs> rounds, you know? Yeah. It, it shouldn't be like that, you know? Everybody should play their part and... Yes, if you tell me that everybody goes around, pick up litter and all that, it will definitely help the cleaners and all that. Mm-hmm. But in the first place, should we even do that? You know? Of course. Exactly. Yeah. Well, let's come back to that self-responsibility. I don't know if you were listening earlier in the morning, but we had a listener, actually our program director, Loretta, tell us a story about living in high-rise. That She said, on the balcony above her, someone clips their fingernails and toenails <laughs> over the balcony <laughs> parapet so she can see the, the, the toenails and the fingernails, the red. Rain. Raining past her. <laughs> so this it, is what it would, it would be funny if it wasn't so gross, right? <laughs> so that brings us nicely to yeah. high-rise littering. Yeah. I know from I believe the first of July, first of July, twenty twenty-three. Mm. You're stepping up your enforcement in that area as well. What's going to happen? Okay, from first of July, uh, what we're going to do is uh, this uh, presumption clause for high-rise littering will take into effect. Mm. That means in any proceeding, if it, if it is proved that littering acts have been committed from a residential flat, uh, the registered owners or tenants of the unit, if the whole uh, premises is actually leased out, they will be presumed to have committed the offence. Interesting. That's very interesting. Wow. That's what we need. Yeah. That's what we need. We're speaking with uh, Nasir bin Maidin, the Director of Sanitation and Compliance Division uh, at the National Environment Agency. And can I just circle back to one argument that we've heard so much, which is if I pick up after myself, then we're going to put cleaners out of a job and they're not going to have work anymore. And we want to make sure that those aunties and uncles are fully employed, gainfully employed. Until their 90s. And (laughs) just keep going. Just keep going on our behalf. When you hear arguments like that as a reason why people are continuing to not pick up after themselves, what do you say to those folks who are worried, in quotes, about the aunties and uncles? The aunties and uncles would definitely have jobs in other areas. (laughs) For example, if, again, I take the example of table table littering. If you you clear after your litter, the aunties and uncles would have a lesser job of clearing the table, wiping the table, Mm. you know, and it will not be taxing like, uh, Neil mentioned that up to 90, I mean, it's not an easy job, actually, yeah. to go back and 
go back and forth to clean after, you know. And especially if you talk about it, uh, litter in public areas, the weather, mm. you know. So, but my dean, they'd still be needed, right? Even if everybody yes, picked up after themselves, those folks would still be employed and needed to clean other things, right? Definitely. That's yeah. right. Okay, so we've cleared that up once and for all. Those uh, folks will have a job if we pick up after ourselves. Absolutely. And I just wanted to add to this, my dean, uh, because you mentioned there that the I think the figures was, was it 80% now believe that they should clear away their... That's right. Right. So you're seeing a positive shift, and I think it's a much more positive experience now. We were talking about this hmm. a little earlier. It's just more pleasurable now to go to hawker centres and coffee shops. Yeah. It feels different. It feels better. Just the small act of someone returning their trays... It just makes it such a, a much more desirable way to eat a meal. Are you finding that? Are you getting feedback from, from you know, respondents, interviewees, whatever, that they just feel that this is the way to go? Yeah, definitely. In fact, um, I also would like to take this opportunity to actually thank the 90% who have been very compliant. Yeah, and absolutely. All that. Sure. Like uh, what Neil mentioned, uh, it's, a, it's a very good feel now when you go to the hawker centres. Firstly, you know that when there's table available, there's definitely a, tab- a clean table available. Yeah. It is not something that I will need the cleaners to clean up or, you know, someone else to clean up before I can use it. You know that when somebody leaves, another person can just sit in and continue mm. to order food and uh, whatever, yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Awesome. We do have to leave our discussion there for today, but our thanks to Nasir bin Maidin, the Director of Sanitation and Compliance Division, the Environmental Public Health Group at the National Environment Agency. Thanks for being with us. We hope that next time you come on, you have 100% compliance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.